0: Mics are hot. Welcome to 91 Octane. On today's episode, we have another guest. But before I get into that, let's start the show.
1: This is a freaking monster.
0: <laughs> Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John, and on today's episode, we are Back to guests, baby. Joining me on the show, he recently helped me win first place out in Streets of Willow, uh, was my instructor at one point, and continues mm-hmm. to be my sensei. <laughs> Jaime, welcome to the show.
2: Well, thank you for allowing me to come back on to the podcast. I, I, I Is it? Am I the guest that has been most on on one? Oh, are are we
0: five year clubbing or <laughs> five timing clubbing or did it run uh, out? Something now? You like you've that. been uh, this is this your third or fourth visit?
2: I think it might be my fourth visit.
0: Fourth visit, yeah, because you were you were on very early on yeah, this podcast. Definitely, definitely
2: on very early.
0: Yeah, because uh, yeah, that's uh, that I don't even remember how EG. it happened. That yeah, was before the EG. I still had my Kia. Yeah, the first time that you that's came right, through
2: because. Um, that was essentially when we got you uh to go out to big willow for the first time yeah in the Kia Rio, we
0: were still doing the podcast on that like it was like an 18 by 18 inch table <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah man you're right you might be the the most uh frequent visitor so far
2: all right so i, I owe yeah. an apology for keeping those uh numbers low <laughs>
0: no no not at all man and like and you know you came to your own podcast now yeah the host and star of race ff pod
2: yeah you know um very very well known in the northeast area outside of that uh, i don't know (laughs) northeast of what uh northeast uh honda challenge that's like I feel like that's my home. Right. I I get the most responses from like people out there. And... That's so
0: funny cuz it, it's uh you, you were out here in California, yeah. you know, like
2: Well, I I mean, and that's something that I I think we were talking about a little bit um in the sense that like here in Socal we have such a deep tradition of time attack. Yeah. In comparison to what I've seen in the East Coast for the Mid-Atlantic and uh northeast uh region for nasa where it's like really big into road racing and yeah e- even um i would say what is it uh the great lakes region uh that's also big because of mid-ohio right um, so all of that's a lot more um like wheel to wheel um because even like gridlock i, I right.
0: honestly want to research this after yeah. we discussed it like yeah. i want to know why is there such a big time trial time attack presence out here versus out in the northeast where or out in the east in general Mm -hmm. where there's more racing
2: i think it it probably has to do with um you know both you and i are I, i would consider ourselves like um track literate in terms of going out with um orgs but i think um the biggest org previous to the ones that we've been running with is scca and you and i as far as i know we haven't done an s c c a oh no no and they
0: asked me to volunteer at an autocross and i was like nah, nah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean, get the whole work thing and I yeah mean, we, we've talked about like our whole thought process on uh the the cone racing um the amount of right. uh, seat time per dollar and whatnot and yeah. how that breaks down but yeah like I haven't uh, done an SCCA uh, track event because, I mean, I'll be honest. The rep- website is really hard to navigate. Like,
0: yeah, they have. They're behind the times in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah.
2: Whereas you compare it to like a Grid Life event, where you oh, want to, yeah, dude, it, it's very straight line.
0: Yeah, yeah. no. What the f- Grid Life event was the first time like I really saw technology involved in the racing world. Yeah, I mean, there's an app for everything. You're doing your your tech stuff you know, yeah. through an app. Um, it's nice. Definitely and, nice and streamlined. And the
2: schedule is up. It's like an organic document because it gets updated and you get text alerts and stuff like that. Right. I, I think we did um, a Speed District one yeah. together. Yeah. It, it was that really hot day out at Button. Was at that Button Speed w-
0: District or Speed SF?
2: I think it might have been Speed SF. Yeah, yeah, speed yeah. Speed SF. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like a digital uh, check-in and tech form and it was all done through like oh the then i'm thinking of something else then yeah
0: yeah because there was one that was like it didn't have anything uh, uh and that, yeah that
2: was probably something else but... yeah yeah i remember because we were out there and there were these kids with like just like ridiculous amount of oh money. The, yeah like, ferrari, the ferrari yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: man that was wild and they're like do they look like 13 i'm like man that's man. yeah
2: that's... i that's... mean i'm not
0: hating more power to you but
2: i mean if we had that money at that age would yeah we not?
0: I don't know that I'd be in a Ferrari. I mean, at the if track. The op-
2: if I had oh, the option, oh, at that
0: age, you're right. Yeah. I think that's the key thing. Yeah, yeah. Right, at that age, we're still
2: we're still like trying to. you at that age, your dream ourself. cars are still
0: supercars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we haven't we haven't lost that uh, that little glimmer.
2: Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know the bits on uh, Top Gear for the Kia Rio and the Honda Civic. They're they're not. <laughs> They don't do the epic uh, <laughs> yeah. slow-mo Yeah. Water dripping on the oh, man, like- We
0: should. We should. <laughs> we should do that. I feel like that's a media gap that needs to be fulfilled, right? man. Yeah. <sighs> like very elegant cinematic footage of really shitty cars.
2: I, I think right now the closest to that is Gears and Gasoline with their K-Car uh, trip. You're right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. That's pretty close. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they
2: do an awesome job, I think, in terms of, like, adding the, like, cinematic flair to yeah. an automotive store. I, I can't think of another. Uh, I, I wish
0: we could do that out here. Like, let them be yeah. the East Coast guys, but then have some West Coast guys do the same thing.
2: That's true. I mean, there there is a lot of, like, weird... Um, kind of like the Haggerty uh motor trend like roadkill kind of people that do their own like highly niche stuff but yeah it, it, it doesn't have like that broad reach with the I, I would
0: yeah i wonder what it is you're right it doesn't yeah. I, I feel like it's not it's not on my wavelength Right? Yeah,
2: like, we're we're just, like, off of that algorithm. Yeah. yeah. It's That's weird.
0: weird. Yeah, you're right. I hadn't really made that observation cause you're because you're right.
2: Because there's a lot of them. I think I, I recently saw, like, a YouTube series of, like, somebody driving a Corolla in a uh, Volkswagen, like, doing a road trip. Or oh, something.
0: I didn't even know they had that. Yeah. I, see, I think – when I think motor trend, like, media, it's almost always, like, muscle cars and American mm. cars. I didn't know they had ventured away from that.
2: Yeah, I mean – I. Don't know if it's under Motor Trend. But, uh, okay. uh, I I see it like Somewhere. on my feed of like yeah. YouTube, but you know I'm I'm just watching Calvin's videos. Yeah, <laughs> see, and that and he's he's the West Coast guy, yeah, right? Like, definitely, I definitely. know he
0: went to Japan to make his footage, his this recent Dude, footage. Like, but that adventure, yeah, big time, that. yeah. But that adventure style like footage of cars, I and, think is really cool.
2: Yeah, like the car and vlog aspect of it. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, I I would love to be able to be skilled enough to do what Calvin does.
0: Yeah, and like cuz I mean not only skilled to do that but also be willing to put yourself in a 10 by 10 box Oof. with six other dudes.
2: I mean, <laughs> as someone who's been in uh Nine by nine box with two other dudes, one yeah. of them being Calvin. Yeah, uh, doing a similar road trip. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's harsh. That's it's right.
0: Harsh. Yeah, you guys are doing the stanky leg for a <laughs> while, man. Like, yeah, we were living in a But bad. anyway, let, I want you to help okay. me with some headlines, okay. Okay. right? Okay. Let's get into some headlines, and and I thought I'd keep it in your lane in terms right. of Honda right. and budget stuff. Honda confirmed that there's thirty EVs planned for 2030, mm. and they also confirmed that two of those would be sports cars. One will be a flagship that it will be successor to the Acura NSX. The other one is only defined as a specialty model. If you could bring back one Honda as an EV reincarnation, what would it be?
2: Damn. I mean, in, in terms of iconic sports cars from Honda, you really have the S2000. Right. Um, to make it an EV, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I mean... There's so many cars out in Japan right now that uh, could fall into that thing, like the Honda City or like the um, I doubt those
0: cars would make it out here,
2: though. Yeah. I don't know. It's a hard one. Uh, But I guess if I had to like throw it in that kind of like niche uh, vein, it would be like the S660 or the Honda Beat. Okay, Like, you know, the little little ones. Yeah. Yeah. MR2 looking one. Still
0: would be considered a sports car similar to a Miata. type. Yeah. and Bring that car back yeah it's interesting. I don't know why why they made it a specialty model to me the s two thousand makes the most sense,
2: yeah because it has that heritage
0: yeah it has that heritage, very loyal following mm-hmm. very, very loyal following so but I don't know, like with a community of people that are that love these cars as mm-hmm. ice cars, where will the e v land you know honda fandom yeah right what would be the appetite for an s2000 community the s2000 community for an evs2000
2: well i mean like i know in the community it's a big seller yeah but like in terms of mass market like the s2000 doesn't really sell that well because we're talking about brand new yeah and realistically like what's the price range gonna be we're probably going to be closer to the 50s. Yeah. No, you're right. And you're a $50, right. $50,000 Honda, like, uh, it's, it's rough. If an
0: Integra Type S costs $50,000, this will definitely... It, it would have to yeah. cost more. Yeah.
2: And then it's like, all right, so we're going to jump from the CTR to the Type S and the... Uh,
1: it's yeah,
0: rough. yeah. No, it's not going to work. But I would still think it's do S the S two thousand for yeah, sure. It's
2: the it's the only one that has a name with a kind of like gravitas. For yeah, me. yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, now let's go into the next one. The average age of small cars in the U.S. in the U.S. has hit a record high. Oh, really? How much do you think that record high is?
2: Percentage wise, or just uh... just
0: the amount of years, average amount of years that used cars a used car is on the road.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say like eight. Maybe? Eight.
0: Wow. Okay. You. Yeah. You kept it really conservative. Twelve point oh. five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Twelve point five.
2: Because I think we we have a warp perception, cause... and
0: that's why I thought you were gonna say like twenty.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Like I where I work, I am the car guy, and yeah. everybody else is like, oh yeah, in three years my lease is up, and right. Like, oh yeah. I'm I'm ridiculous. Like, yeah. <laughs> No one's going to the junkyard <laughs> to find a spare transmission. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no that's yeah. not happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. And that's why. So you you have a very lucid take yeah. on this. The average age of my cars mm-hmm. is seventeen point seventy five years. That's what you're seeing out there in the front. Yeah, that's including the truck. So the truck actually brings my average, in, you know, a little more favorable position. Ooh. Where does your average land?
2: Because I have the GX. That's an O four. Okay. And that's a kind of a newer car. And then we have my Silver Civic, which is an 09. And then we have the EG race car, which is a 93.
0: Okay, so an 09 would make it uh, 11 plus 3, 14 years old. Uh-huh. And then you said the EG is a 93?
2: 93.
0: That's 7 plus 23, 30 years? Yeah. Damn. 30 years old
2: i think i think the eg now qualifies for vara for vintage racing oh for sure (laughs) yeah yeah because i know that the miata um is now part of it like Uh, okay
0: will they accept the eg i
2: don't know (laughs) i mean we were we were looking at some like vara like racing and i'd love to go out there and punk some of those cars yeah that would be super
0: (laughs) cool yeah yeah we're talking about that a lot at big willow (laughs) Okay, so you and those are your three cars, right? Yeah. So true. if we take the average 21 years, you there win, you sir. Go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And Chuck Calvin comes
2: there <laughs> and wrecks the freaking <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like I got 50-year-old average, man. That's yeah. that's wild. Okay, okay. Damn, 21 years. Yeah. Which makes sense. See, that's what I would have expected you yeah. to call out. Closer to 15 I was expecting, but 8. Yeah, yeah that makes sense, but 12 and a half, that's high.
2: Well, I think that has to do with a lot of the COVID um, effects of yeah. like the supply market. Because I'd be curious to see before all of those, what it was and what it went up to. Because, I mean, I think both you and I would agree that um, it's gone up. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Most people aren't selling their cars. I yeah. Mean, how many rushneck porsche things have you heard of oh sell back your your porsche commercial
0: yeah yeah 100 percent. like most commercials are about selling back your car not about come buy this car because they don't have anything yeah yeah and like the ones that they do have are super expensive i mean we for you know my uh wife's car it oh, was yeah, right. it was like eight months we had to wait to get that's that true. car. And that's so, yeah, most people aren't letting go of their cars anymore. So that's why these averages are hitting astronomical numbers. Although we're still beating them. We're still on the other side of that. <laughs> yeah. 17 and 21 years. Now, I pulled up a list. I recently, li- a list came out. Uh, the It's an IC cars study of the 16 passenger cars that are most likely to hit 250,000 miles. Mm. And, of course... The top 10 is dominated by Toyota and Hondas. Yeah. But if you had to pick another brand to land in the top 10, not a car, just another brand to another land in the top price? 10 of cars that would last beyond 250,000 miles, who would you pick?
2: Uh, that's, a, that's a hard one because, I mean, I kind of want to go with the Nissan ultimas. Uh, All but, right.
0: Nissan's not in the top 10.
2: But that doesn't make sense. So I'm going to go with Ford.
0: That's a good one actually, but this is a passenger car list. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah
2: cuz I was just thinking of the F150. Yeah, driving around and I'm like, yeah, the those-
0: F150 is actually the top car in general yeah. that would reach that mileage.
2: Um, uh, I, I think I think maybe like uh, uh sh- damn, I think it's telling that I can't think of other <laughs>
0: Honda Honda Honda,
2: <laughs> Honda and watch as soon as I leave I'm just going to see that model everywhere Oh yeah for sure yeah Um so let, let's go with uh an American kind of staple, M- maybe a Chevy Malibu or Chevy?
0: No, no no so Damn. the next up so Toyota and Honda dominate the first four spots with the mm. Avalon Accord Camry and Matrix
2: Okay Matrix Yeah wow. at at
0: fifth a Subaru? Would you believe me?
2: Oh, see, here's where we're missing now. Okay. Because we're not thinking about the cross te- treks. Yes. Think about uh, the Foresters, the NA Subarus. Yeah. That are all, all in uh, Portland, Oregon, and are fully crunchified. <laughs> I mean, dude. <laughs> Dude, you go Crunch, to Portland? yeah. Dude, you go to Portland and you see the Crosstech, the orange ones. It's like, dude, you fit in there. Like, oh,
0: really? Yeah,
2: so many Subarus. Oh, I didn't know. So many Subarus. I've never seen that many Subaru. And the
0: Crosstech is the one that took over for the Legacy.
2: Yeah, so like that SUV. Yeah, uh,
0: and that's the car that's here in, in position number 5.
2: Yeah. Literally. Yeah. That, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. 'Cause if you think about it, um in terms of like a small all wheel drive car that's gonna be able to handle uh the snow, there really isn't that much out there.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you probably have to get a bigger car and yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's not really what they're about up there. No. Right. All right, so the top ten are rounded out by the Volkswagen Golf okay, and sense. the Volkswagen Jetta. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Two hundred and fifty thousand miles though, that's uh that's a lot. And the percentage of, let's see, the percentage of Avalons, it's 33.1% of Avalon. So three out of every 10 Avalons will make it past 250,000 miles.
2: Yeah. That that's wild. That, that makes sense because most of those are being handed down. Yeah. From like the first owners to like the kids and that's going to be their college car. Yeah. And that's the one they're going to road it's, trip it's in. So on and so forth. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah. that's crazy to me. The Lancer is at number 11.
2: That's that's impressive.
0: That's impressive for me too. That's eleven point two percent of total cars, meaning one out of every ten about huh. would make it past two hundred fifty thousand.
2: Hmm. Makes
0: sense. Mitsubishi, Makes not sense. just good at TVs
2: <laughs> or ACs or like other. <laughs> yeah, other... they still
0: make plenty of parts for other manu uh, other cars. Yeah, currently I need
2: my TSX. Back
0: in the day, the HID ballast was made by Mitsubishi. And my Rio, the transmission, was made by Mitsubishi. Yeah. So, yeah, they're still in there somewhere. But I have some potentially bad news for you, potentially good news for you. You did touch on this when we were talking uh, out at streets, but the future of vehicle recycling seems to be online and cars are being stripped. And all the parts are being put online now. And it's not... There are big businesses now buying warehouses Mm -hmm. and dismantling without letting consumers come into their junkyards.
2: Yeah. You
0: mentioned that Facebook is now undercutting junkyards. Also,
2: oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So obviously, we're we're talking about the new movement of like LKQ, right? Because before in my neck of the woods it was uh, the pulpo, you know, yeah. the freaking octopus, and yeah, that come and pick your part. Yeah, yeah. Um, but LKQ has an app where essentially you can look at what's there. Um, and you can make requests for parts out there, and it makes it a lot easier. And, yeah, I, I mean, the the thing is, especially with, like, junkyards, um, sometimes with the undercutting of prices that you could find, like, on Amazon or, or even, like, in eBay sometimes, the prices are cheaper than you would find at the junkyard for, like, taillights or fenders or whatnot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it it makes sense that there's more of a market in – As you know, as the popular cars, those parts are harder and harder to find. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Whereas before you had like, oh, you can't find it at pick your part, but there's like a junkyard next to it that only does like Mercedes or only does, (laughs) and you know, you're going to pay way more than the junkyard for that one. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. But it might be that junkyards start going away.
2: I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Because it's the whole issue of warehousing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, real estate is expensive. It's getting more and more expensive. So
2: you don't want to drive like an hour and a half to go to a junkyard?
0: Nah. nah, I hate working on my cars. I don't want to work on another car to get a part um, out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you got to make that $3 count when you come (laughs) out. So
1: so you take...
0: So you take four injectors and uh, call it a day. I I can neither confirm nor deny that. (laughs) But it's wild. Like, if, like, would you, if you could start a business Hmm. where you had a, I don't know, hundred by hundred foot, like, little warehouse, and you could just dismantle Hondas and list them, list parts online and sell parts online and make a living that way, would you be able to do it?
2: I mean, that. That is literally like HML Motors. They have like a warehouse in Burbank and they just ship.
0: Right. There there you go.
2: Because, I mean, you have to make an appointment to go over there. It's almost cumbersome to do that. Oh, uh, so, okay. Like, they most, would rather ship. Yeah. Yeah. Because then they don't have to staff. Yeah. And then it's just, hey, you need to get this on a pallet and uh, UPS or FedEx or DHL is coming and they're picking it up.
0: Yeah. I mean, because taking a car apart is fun. It's the putting together part that kind of annoys me
2: yeah and you know that way you always come out with the extra bolts and the little uh parts that you might miss or yeah and you get to get an idea of like how things come apart
0: that's true too but hmo dismantles for you right exactly. and then, yeah so and you don't really part. Y- yeah you just get the part it's interesting with the way the world is going and mm-hmm. and i'm and i'm wondering like how much of this is actually like above board hmm. you know like I'm sure it has to be if you're a legitimate business, Mm -hmm. but every once in a while, like if like a hot engine floats in there. Oh, I see what you mean. I don't know. I don't even know. Before, I feel like I was like early 2000s. I was so plugged into the black market. Yeah, You knew who was involved. You knew how much things cost. You knew where it was. Does that still exist?
2: I mean, I don't know. I feel like that market has kind of gone away. Yeah. Because I, I feel like, the problem with how things were back then is there was a lot of, uh, product and a lot of demand right now. It's very little product and the demand is still pretty high. Right. So everybody knows what they have. Yeah. Like nobody's selling a type R engine for less than 3000. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Like that's really, really rare. Yeah. So, I mean, now everybody that has those things, they're like, you're you're not like oh i'm gonna go look for something it's like hey i know somebody who has one and you're buying it from that person yeah not somebody who's selling it unless they're like an hmo or something like that
0: yeah you're right because yeah i mean before it was i mean you could 300 bucks would get you like a b16 yeah exactly yeah something
2: like you're like yeah. oh yeah that's how <laughs>
0: Yeah, I never actually, I couldn't, I could never, I could never pull the trigger. I was like, you know, I don't want to get caught up with stuff like this, but yeah. it was
2: rampant. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, wherever you wanted, you can get.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I knew of somebody that told me, hey, you want a GSR for 500 bucks? And oh, like, my God. I'm, and I'm like, bro.
0: Just the motor, right? Yeah, just okay. the motor.
2: And I'm like, bro, I can't make 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the hell. Luckily yeah. po- poverty kept me uh kept
0: you on the safe side <laughs> of the law. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, no. It's uh it's wild to think about that era and that generation like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, like even Bleeding into like mid two thousands, yeah, for sure. That, like definitely. there was a lot of that, a lot of that. But anyway, those are your headlines. Thank you for helping me out, Hyman. Mm-hmm. Now I want to get to you, you. Your racing, your cars. You are the FF guy, and Evila Motorsport has asked you to shoe in grid life <laughs> in the Sunday Cup in the rio we have come full the, circle
2: the the rat rio the
0: rat rio so
2: it, it's not that uh eli asked me to shoot uh because he could easily i mean out. i'm
0: over here alley-ooping <laughs> you doing it you're over here dropping the ball hey man
2: hey man i gotta keep it honest um, all right you no know, so like um sunday cup is really fun i i see it and it's really interesting and in reality it's that um none of my cars are going to be competitive in any of the classes. Right. Cuz I know Carlos and Carla are working with RyAction, and they're going to be going up on Street GT or Street class for um time attack with Gridlife when they come. Yeah. And uh Club TR. So that's kind of like we're we're like yeah that's not going to happen. That's <laughs> not going to happen. What if it does though? I mean, if You it can breaks, ho- you can hold if that it over? Breaks- <laughs> Maybe if they break, if I go. Hey, and a slash, win is a win. A win is a win. If I slash all of Carlos' tires, maybe I might have a shot. <laughs> no, but like we we know that when Grid Life comes out here, everybody comes out because before, like, we have our own like little tribes of you know Speed Ventures, VTech Club, right. NASA, and there's very few intermingling, whether it be. Um, Just like issues with a driver and organizations, or if it's just because you don't know people, and it's it kind of sucks to go to the track and not know anybody. Yeah, yeah. So, Grid Life does a really good job in that when they come, it's literally everybody from all of those. Yeah, you're right. And it's all the fast people because they all want that that clout. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Brings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they in terms of the grassroots motorsports, they're kind of the big dog.
0: Yeah, no for sure.
2: So I uh, I mean when I saw that I'm like, well, I know what the lap times are for street and uh club TR, so I'm not gonna play.
0: What are the lap times?
2: Uh so I think uh for streets I think it's like a twenty three or a twenty two. Okay. So wow. very fast. Yeah. Very fast. Yeah. And um for I think it's a big willow they were doing like low thirties, so like thirty three, thirty, okay, thirty two, very very fast, yeah, very yeah. fast lap times, and I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna be able to handle that with my car, yeah, like it just, and just... that's the street class,
0: yeah, that's wild. Well, you know, it's kind but their of... classing is a little interesting,
2: yeah, because you know it, it's more related to. Kind of like uh, GTA, where like they have a set amount of mods you you can do. Right. And like most other organizations, where you have um, sh- sort of limited resources with dinos and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You kind of have to go by the honor system, and it's harder to regulate. Yeah. And of course, Grid Life in, in their other um, events, they they can they bring a dino, but I mean to bring the dino from Chicago. Yeah. No, that's so, not gonna work. Yeah, yeah. No way. Maybe for Laguna. Yeah. maybe for laguna because i i think they'll have a jltc race for that one okay that's gonna be a festival so um probably they might be bringing a dyno actually now that makes a lot more sense Damn, that'd be wild that'd be wild but um that being said i'm like well i can't make the eg heavy enough to uh compete in um sunday cup i think i would have to add like another like 400 pounds to it yeah to take the diff and final drive out of it and uh, i'm just like nah, nah.
3: yeah so no.
2: um when i was looking at the rules it said hey uh b-spec cars can just hop over and eli built his car for beast yeah that's right there was like a little bit of issue with the coilovers and i had to reach out to adam just to Verify. oh to make sure yeah yeah because it's uh an issue of like oh you can't have more than uh single adjustable coilovers
0: got it and he had more than that on the rio
2: well no um but like single adjustment was the most right and that was i think bilstein uh shocks yeah where they didn't say you could run uh coilovers on a b-spec car oh so I just wanted to make sure yeah
0: that, yeah everything was above board yeah and yeah. i mean l-
2: let's be honest the keo do- doesn't have like we're not talking about Penske's. We're talking about, <laughs> like, I, I think Eli was telling me it's the manufacturer out of Taiwan, so it's, like, one of those generic... Oh, like, yeah, Megan, for sure, yeah. ...making, like, 32-way adjustable things. Yeah. So it's nothing crazy. They're still all right. I mean, they're, yeah. they're good. I'm pretty...
0: Um, I had Godspeeds.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so they're, but, very like, similar. That's, that's, like, your generic 32 maybe, Yeah. Like your, like, $800 coilover... Yeah, yeah. ...level stuff. So it's not like you're getting some penskis or something where it's like come on bro like yeah (laughs) that's not the spirit of the rule yeah yeah for sure but yeah so um when that came in and uh, i talked to eli about it and i mean the car's in socal it's just sitting
0: oh really so eli's in socal
2: then no, no, the, the Kia Rio is in SoCal. He
0: recently posted working on the car. Yeah,
2: he was in SoCal. Oh, what? Yeah, okay. I, he was actually at my place like a day ago. Oh, he okay, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, I was talking to him and I'm like, hey, man, like with this be something that you would be okay with me driving your car
3: oh okay
2: and he actually thought uh sunday cup was like a wheel to wheel series and he's like oh man i don't know like that's a little nervous I'm yeah like, no dude it's like it's like time trials he's like oh okay never mind oh uh, yeah, yeah, gotcha.
0: yeah 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 but it, um it's i thought tri- sunday cup was wheel to wheel too
2: no it, it's just uh okay time trials like okay t6 if you will right
0: right
3: okay
2: so yeah, I think their rules are like horsepower to weight ratio is uh twenty five to one. Um, they're on a spec tire which is the Falcon six sixties or six fifteen K. Yeah. Uh can't be wider than two oh five. But as long as the car um meets that horsepower to weight ratio. Yeah. Then um yeah, and can't be you can't have any aftermarket diff or weld a diff or anything like that okay it has to be
0: open well if you need tips on driving to rio
2: <laughs> i mean i mean i know you got eli but <laughs> i mean you, yeah. you also have you done streets though in the
0: rio? i've never done streets in the rio but right. it would do really well it that car will do really well there yeah
2: i can imagine it yeah would do
0: well. that car i it was so hard to disrupt mm-hmm. you can throw i mean i i I was driving like an idiot when I started. I did a lot of autocross in that car mm-hmm. and I was, you know, even driving like an idiot. I was beating out the Corvettes and the Mustangs were yeah. showing up out there. So that, yeah, that car is very forgiving. You're going to have a great time.
2: Yeah. And it's kind of like to, to my roots. Cause I, I've always driven kind of like underpowered, uh, front wheel drive cars. That right. Are very, uh, heavy on, uh, being kind of smooth and, um, you know, just carrying as much speed as possible. Eli's yeah. a maniac in that car. He's, Like, I I don't think people give enough credit to how fast Eli is.
0: Because he drives slow cars?
2: Yeah, and, like, so to give you an idea, we were talking about it because, obviously, Gridlife is doing Streets and Big Willow. Right. So I was, like, getting his pointers. I'm like, so what do you do in turn two? What do you do turn one? And this is how much of a savage this man is. So anybody that knows, like, um... Big Willow, you know that it's an intimidating track. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen it with the Beamer uh, guys out there, where they all like, "Oh, you need a lot of power for that track." Yeah, yeah. So Eli was, me and him were talking, and he's like, "You know what? I know like people who've been arguing me with this, but I think if I was able to get the the right tires, the RRs on it, some fresh ones, I think I could take turn one flat." And I'm just like what (laughs) i'm like so you're saying by flat you mean that you lift and turn it and flat no i mean don't break and stay flat out into Into turn turn one and then just throw it into turn one (sighs) right I don't. Right? I
0: don't know, man. Right? Yeah.
2: Like just thinking about that, you're like, yeah. ooh, I don't want to be a passenger in that. Yeah, you're like, coming in hot, hot
0: into one. Yeah. Like
2: even in the Kia Rio, I'm sure you can easily hit 110.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You hit yeah. You hit it.
2: Yeah, and then just to go in there and to
0: go through there at 110, I don't know. Right. I don't That's know. Scary. So he's I, he's thinking he can scrub speed by like sliding it through through the
2: corner. So the idea that he was saying is that he thinks that if he tosses it, what will happen is that the car will scrub enough speed by rotating. You know that feeling where it kind of like steps out? Yeah. And you lose it a little bit where the like RPMs drop just because of the angle that you're attacking it. Right. And that that'll be enough to uh, make the car go through there. Because he takes turn two flat out.
0: But, I mean, so do I. Turn two is different.
2: Yeah, it is. It is.
0: Turn two is different. I mean, turn two is, it's a bit of an illusion mm-hmm. in that. And I
2: still can't take turn two flat out.
0: Just do it. Just it, do it. it. It's so counterintuitive. I remember I my brain telling me, don't do it. This is stupid. It. You can do it.
2: Yeah. The, the problem is that uh, I've talked to Carlos and I'm like, can you do turn two flat? And he's like, uh, a couple times. I'm going uh, to He can do it like once or twice. He's like, I've done it. Do you break? Oh no! It's oh, you like, don't break. Okay, it's a lift.
0: It's like a you a light lift. Yeah, right. A Light lift back on it. Yeah, it's really just getting settled into the yeah. into the corner.
2: But Eli's a hundred percent on throttle. And just oh,
0: processes. okay. That makes more sense, though. Yeah. I think I think two makes more sense for me for him to be able to do that because I, one I, is still like oh my just like, god! What? It just Christ? I can't in my head. I can't it fathom compute. it. Like it, it's that's. <clears throat> one like let's say it's 110 that's 20 miles per hour per hour over the fastest i've ever taken that corner
2: yeah that's true because um i was looking at the data recently between me and carlos in my car and i think he's like 84 yeah yeah
0: see so it's even more than that like because yeah that's i'm probably around there too like mm-hmm. 80 to 85 is probably where i usually sit there
2: yeah, isn't that wild that we have two different cars in our corner? Speed could be very close. Oh yeah, yeah. It's no, wild. it's it's
0: it's. But I mean, you know, they're they're like older, lighter cars. Although yours yeah. is yours is lighter than mine. Yeah. Um, I'm
2: at 23 with me in it. 23. Oh shit, with
0: you in it. See, yeah. I'm with me in it. I'm at you know 3150,
2: 32. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about a difference of like 800 pounds.
0: Yeah, but I also have more tire.
2: You have more tire. Cause you're on the two thirty five right. Two
0: now? yeah, two thirty five right now.
2: Oh wow, you're not that much. More oh not
0: you're What are you t- two twenty five? Two twenty five. Uh square. okay. So it's not that much. So it makes sense. I'm just why, dumber. Why our,
2: why our cornering <laughs> speed is like probably very similar.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and but to do it at one ten, even if you're know, scrubbing I, speed, you're not going to lose. You you might lose what 10, 10, 15? 15 maybe. That still puts you at 95? Ah, i still man. flying. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, you know, to, to be fair, almost every time that I've gone through turn one, I never feel like I'm going to go off on the corner exit. That's true, too. Like That's I, true, I too. Never feel, and, I, and that tells me that I didn't go fast enough.
0: I, still, I know that I haven't gone as fast as I can yeah. go through that corner. Yeah, I think it's just because I can't see.
2: And it's in, because of the grandstands. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. When, you tr- when you're turning in, the grandstands cover the corner exit. Yeah. And it's really banked. It's a really fast corner. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, it's rough. And-
0: I mean, if he ever decides oh, – if you decide to do it, but if he decides to do it, I want to see I it. I <laughs> would
2: not decide to do that. Sunday cup. Sunday <laughs> cup. <laughs> Bro, because, like, uh, I, I, me and Eli have an understanding that as soon as that car – gets turned on by me and i put it on it's my responsibility oh yeah for yeah, sure yeah like, i believe so it i'm losing the silver civic if anything happens yeah. to that <laughs>
0: he's hoping for that trade oh, yeah. I
2: mean. <laughs>
0: but anyway uh you know the the project gloomy is a work in progress yeah. i saw a new seat come in there Do you know mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you're working on and planning for with this car
2: so project gloomy of course the last event uh, it was really frustrating because um I put in the new final drive and the new LSD and I, I, you know, anytime you put uh go fast parts on a car, you want to go faster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, at this last event, I wasn't able to go faster. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of sucks and it's a gut punch when that happens, but it's just like, okay, um, now let's work harder. Right. And it's like, you know, I, I take a lot of inspiration from Carlos from this because, you know, most people look at Carlos driving really fast and setting lap times and having the lap record in right. H4 over there, and they go, wow, he's really, really good. And, yes, that's true, but people forget, like, if you look in his Instagram stories, it's like, oh, during the week, they're out testing. Oh, yeah. They're out testing. Yeah, they're out testing. And if you've, I mean, you've seen it. Like, the car comes back in, and while everyone else is, like, drinking, that CRX is up on sense They're doing nut and bolt check. Yep. They're doing alignment things. They're trying to figure out, like, what everything is on there. Carlos is doing a valve lash. Like, they're, they're doing work to make sure that it stays tip-top. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like, well, in a way, it feels like I haven't uh, put in that much more effort. Right. So I need to work on... Making sure that I'm setting the car up and setting myself up better. Yeah. And some of the changes have been, you know, getting the seat, which came from Carlos. Yeah. So that's way more comfortable. Right. And in all honesty, it's actually a little bit narrower than my other seat in terms of, like, the brackets.
3: Oh, really?
2: Yeah. It was just a little bit narrower than the one that I had put in without the halo. Yeah. Um, but... In terms of uh, like seating position, dude is so much. Uh,
0: Oh, it's it's so much more comfortable. Have you driven on the new seat yet? No, I haven't. Okay. I Uh,
2: mean, it it honestly feels like a freaking sofa. Like it feels like you could just like lean back, fall asleep mid lap. Yeah, dude. (laughs) But uh, aside from that, is uh, the new suit that I have? Okay.
0: Right. The yeah. Yeah. The cop suit.
2: Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What you (laughs) want? That's so
0: funny, man. Yeah That so. is so you're gonna be the talk of every track day. <laughs> That's hilarious.
2: Well I'm looking at getting patches done to uh put race FF on there. Okay, I mean, cool, yeah. You know You gotta like, be branded, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um I probably won't do the back one after talking to Eli because I wanna make sure that it still has like that little flex on it. Right, yeah. Um Or know, maybe just do vinyl. Maybe, but I don't wanna ruin the suit because I mean for those that don't know, so the the suit that i have is new to me
0: (laughs) i'm gonna need pictures to throw on top of this episode
2: but if anybody knows about like fancy boy stuff uh it's uh stan 21 suit yeah and stan 21 has like two of their top tiers which is the st 2000 and st 3000 and those feel like pajamas they breathe really well and luckily for me the one that uh fit me (laughs) uh was uh, from the founder of a little TV show called The uh, Cops. Yeah,
0: that's so <laughs> wild, man.
2: And it didn't fit him; it was a little bit too tight on him. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, it, it was almost upsetting that how good it felt when you just put like the when I put my one patent leg in there, I was just like, man, this feels so good.
0: Wait. So, uh, so like, how how did you acquire it? Then, so it didn't fit him. So they sold it to you.
2: Yeah. So what happens with uh, Stan Twenty One? is all their suits are custom okay but they're made in france so then when it comes over here if the user doesn't like it then they're like well we can't scrap a suit right so now it's got to go on the discount rack oh and if you know you know me and my buddy calvin we like to go on the discount
0: oh yeah 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 in japan five five finger discount racks
2: uh, i mean (laughs) Discount is still like full price of like nice suits from like Sparco and Puma. Or right, 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 yeah, yeah. But yeah, and funny story was, um, I was trying on this Porsche suit. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this this fits a little bit better than like my suit. I'm like, okay, I could put it on. Yeah. I mean, you've seen me when I come oh, yeah. off. I need like Caroline to tug on my shoulder <laughs> to get it off. <laughs> and I got it. I got it on by myself. Yeah. And I walked out and the guys like, "No, that's too tight." I'm like, "Damn, this is too, this is more comfortable than my <laughs> suit. Wow. Like, so, um, yeah, and then when I tried the um when when I tried the cop suit, it was just like, man, like I could stand up, walk around. Yeah. Move around in it.
0: Do lunges and dude, some some so jumping jacks. It was so What's the cool. retail on one of those suits?
2: So the ST3000 is about, I think, new. What he paid for it was about 33 Damn. Well, I mean, he started cops. He's going to ball out. <laughs> also, uh, I get uh, it. <laughs> also, RIP because he passed away a long time ago. Oh, uh, not yeah. Not a long time ago, I think. Like, also, you're years. in a haunted suit. Cool. I mean, sh- shit. You know? <laughs> Hey, we're we're millennials. If a house is haunted, it's like that fool better be paying rent, man. We can't handle that thing right now.
0: Wow, $3,300 for a suit.
2: And honestly, it's the most comfortable piece of clothing I have ever worn.
0: Oh dude, hell yeah. At $3300, it, it better, better be. be. Yeah, yeah,
2: 100%. But then you start looking at like helmets and how much they cost. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, you can get kind of silly with helmets. Oh yeah,
0: you can yeah, you can get a $10,000 helmet, yeah, easily. But
2: remember they expire. Yeah. The suit doesn't.
0: Oh, a suit doesn't expire.
2: It doesn't expire. Um... And the cool thing about um uh Stan 21 is if let's say I'm in an accident and a sleeve catches on fire. Right. They can repair it. Uh for free. No. <laughs> no.
0: I thought it was like a lifetime ooh, warranty situation. Ooh,
2: ooh. <laughs> but you get to keep that three thousand right. dollar
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, that makes sense. If you're paying that much money, yeah. It makes sense for them to have yeah. a way to repair it. That's wild. Damn, you're that's wild. I now know. to to hear that Hyman from Race FF Pod <laughs> is in a thirty three hundred dollar suit.
2: Well, I'm at the junkyard yeah. pulling little uh, servos <laughs> for the for the distributor cap, wow! It's like, the, yeah, damn! He's, right. Look
0: at that guy. He's in a thirty-three hundred dollars suit. I wonder what he drives.
2: And then <laughs> they, they hear they hear that little civic go. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's cool. And so, like, I guess what's what's next for the EG? What's the next event? You know, what, where where are we gonna see it?
2: So, um, I'm gonna be leaving to Japan. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. So. I need to do some testing with um, Carlos. Okay. And Caroline needs to get some testing too. So, I think we're gonna try and do like a speed ventures event or like okay, one cool of the local local like togate to track. Or you're
0: something. leaving to Japan and isn't it at the end of this month?
2: Yeah, on the twenty fifth.
0: That's six days. Yeah. So from now until you leave, you're gonna find. It's oh, no,
2: no, no. After I come back. After, after you come back.
0: back. After. Okay, after you come back. No, okay. That, that
2: would be like this weekend. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was like. What? No, no, no. I was like, well,
3: okay, cool. That no, makes no, sense. No, no, no. When
2: I come back, um, but, you know... Most people in the East Coast, they have winter break. We have summer break. Yeah. Because summer is brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's usually when the discount people go out.
0: Oh, yeah, no, for sure, yeah. And,
2: I mean, uh, I think your next uh, Beamer Challenge one is going to be at – It's at Streets again. It's at Streets again. But it's
0: not until July. So if you guys have an event in June, let me know.
2: Yeah, and I think we're going to have to go to July as well because I'm going to have to take the Rio and shake it down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I still need to get the Rio – Clean it up, um, figure out. I think I might need to install the new coils uh, that Eli was telling me about. Okay. Um, get fresh uh, 660s for it and figure it out. Yeah. The real question is whether or not I will be able to budget and kind of finagle doing Laguna and Sunday Cup.
0: That ah, you you better finagle it.
2: I'm going to try. Yeah,
0: Mr. $3,300 suit, man. <laughs> you gotta do it man
2: I, I'm, I'm gonna try um it depends how how much it's gonna be because laguna is an expensive track right but i think i have a good shot um at being competitive in that uh, kia rio i mean it's got all of eli's love in it and yeah you know it, it's a it's a proper b-spec car it's quick um at least
0: i mean for the car yeah. it's in its class it's got the highest horsepower
2: I believe so. I think that was one of the things that... It, it's definitely heavier than most of all the other... Oh, lights. it is.
0: Okay. Even stripped down like his.
2: Well, because he's got a full cage in it. Yeah, that's and true. And two seats and two harnesses and the proper... Yeah. Everything in there. I think you can he take also, that seat out, though. No. For Sunday Cup, you have to have a, a passenger seat. that can safely hold a driver. Because somebody... Um, I, I think uh, Adam was talking about how somebody put one of those... Uh, the stereotypical white chairs, lawn chairs. <laughs> the lawn, yeah. they put one in there. It's like oh, they're like yeah, it's a it's a seat. it's, a, ch- it's, a, seat, it's yeah. a seat. It's a seat. Yeah, that's it's true. Like, no, you have to safely. Yeah, you didn't uh, say that. So, so they changed the rules. Yeah, yeah. They're oh like, my on, god.
0: Man. All right, cool, all right, so you got a, you got a test day with the e g another test day with the Rio coming up yeah. you're gonna get very active here when you get back from Japan
2: yeah, I mean I'm gonna have to do streets, which I mean short of uh my comp school, I've not driven it
0: and it's streets c- counterclockwise.
2: So I think it's going to be counterclockwise. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, again, it's up to Gridlife and Adam what they decide. Yeah. Uh, I I have a good inkling that it'll probably be uh, counterclockwise. Okay.
0: It was a lot of fun. I mean, my first time, last time. I
2: mean, and it's reminiscent of like uh, Auto X and the, your inputs are very yeah. aggressive.
0: Very, very aggressive. Yeah. Definitely could have used for more spring for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think you'll have a lot of it's it's I don't know it didn't feel like a difficult track necessarily, no. uh, but it, it did feel like a lot of fun. I did lose a lot of traction in a lot of places, but that might have just been the tires. So yeah. if you're on some fresh tires, you you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, you'll win. I don't know. And take the Civic and beat uh, Carla and Carlos
2: in, in the. <laughs> In the three thousand pound Civic that has like a hundred and eighty horsepower, baby.
0: Yeah, what, I, I guess they're they're going to be in the reaction right cars. Yeah. Uh, okay.
2: You know, and and this is the thing: it's like Grid Life brings the heat. Oh yeah, for sure. Everybody wants to go out there and win in Grid Life. Yeah. Especially here in SoCal, because like you said, we have a time attack community. That's yeah. Really, really. Um, Yeah, and you're
0: right. Like, we're very dispersed otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. There's
2: very little overlap. I think, you know what would be pretty sick to do? Um, Because NASA has nationals. Right. But it would be dope if we had, like, a street class or whatever, like a national street class that kind of pulled from all all of the... um, That would be...
0: I mean, that might be something that we could figure out because you're right. It'd be cool to take, like... Each champion, right, from like each of these different organizations, and then like an whole, invite only. Invite try, only. Try yeah. and,
2: the the thing is, uh, the rule set is the hardest part to kind of get in there. Yeah, you're you right. you want something that's going to be kind of close. Yeah, but again, just adding things there, like, yeah, yeah, like, that's going to
0: be hard. Yeah, but that's cool. But let's talk about Japan. You're going to Japan. I'm going to Japan. You're taking your father with you this time yes um you know what are you looking forward to the most
2: um so i i was actually like uh kind of trolling um uh, my d- mom and my little sister i'm like well you know where we are where we're gonna be staying in tokyo there's this one restaurant that serves this really cool meat uh, from a horse are you guys down <laughs> and they said no
0: (laughs) (laughs) wow really yeah i feel like that's pretty tame when it comes to like foreign foods i know right yeah Uh,
2: sure it's raw oh (laughs) 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 it's still name (laughs) you have to kill it
0: yourself okay i get it okay and
2: and i'm like you know my dad's you know born in mexico like you know the stereotype All of our meat is done one way. Well done. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, beyond well done. If it's pink, that's cruda. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's not good. That's going to make you sick. That's so true. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's so true, man. That goes beyond Mexico, man. God, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So
2: obviously, I want him to have the raw horse. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's like, no. And, And, uh, i was telling my mom i'm like well you know if i take you there i'm the only one that can read the language like
0: yeah you're like, not even gonna know what you're yeah, eating yeah, you're
2: not gonna know what you're eating <laughs> and i'm just like laughing because uh I, I could imagine my dad he's like hey, hey what's this is this woof woof? <laughs> <laughs> now what is this <laughs> and they go <laughs> <laughs>
0: i could totally see that too man oh my god that's so funny are you gonna take them to an up garage
2: oh i'm I'm gonna try and go to up garage um but you know calvin picked them all clean <laughs> yeah that's true there's
0: nothing left right now but
2: i am going to hiroshima um, okay uh just because i i i think you know especially for my dad who's you know grew up in a rural part of mexico to be able to see um, I think a site that holds so much historic value. Yeah. In terms of like still going and seeing that building, the dome in Hiroshima that's still, you know, standing from the atomic blast, I think it'd be freaking like a monumental thing for him to go yeah. there and see that. Um and of course my mom and my little sister as well. So yeah, I'm excited. There's like a bunch of places that I kinda wanna take him to. Um, I have an idea, but I also have to like I'm curving it to see like how much they can hang because they don't walk a lot. Like, right. Been, we were talking about, I've been training for this. Like there's yeah. this like one in four hill, yeah. like by where I'm live and I'm just like walking in. I'm yeah. Like, All right. Just, just, just stay consistent. They're not going to catch
0: me slipping. No, nah,
2: no. Nah. <laughs> I got my hiking backpack. Oh I, I, my God. I got, I got the whole setup. Ready. Yeah. You're
0: just missing the Subaru.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, well that's cool,
0: man. Yeah. That's that's uh it, it's going to be a wild adventure. I mean, I think for any I, I I always get confused. First generation, second generation uh Hispanic, right? If oh, yeah, when, if yeah. like the thought of taking our parents to a foreign country where they don't speak the language, mm-hmm. uh, that's like it's a sitcom waiting to happen.
2: Yeah, and I mean like especially like culturally you're dealing with so many different things in that you know, here in Southern California, we, we have a culture of, okay, we're going to go somewhere. Let's drive. Yeah. Versus, okay, we're going to go somewhere. Here's the trains we take.
3: Right. So, yeah. So,
2: like, having to deal with that, being able to have, like, good food right outside of a train station, it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like it would compute. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just how Japan is such a unique culture in terms of, like, how well their food is in terms of food quality and um just how every little restaurant that does their niche does it really well right so yeah it's gonna be definitely interesting and having him like see not just like a tourist guide because i think he went to china and his uh his whole thing was like wow china's really clean i'm like bro they They corralled you through the area (laughs) over there. I'm like, come on, man. Like, nah. Yeah,
0: you only saw the parts they wanted you to see. Exactly. I'm like,
2: nah, bro. They're not bringing you next to the Foxconn building.
0: Would your parents be willing to go on a flyer with you, like at Big Willow?
2: Well, my mother did um, Auto Club before it was closed down.
0: Oh, Um, really? She she rode along with you? Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: and um, I don't know if you remember that it was the the time where the guy had that Janetta. Uh, the like, re, like the IMSA looking car. Oh, okay. That, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like as tall as this desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got like a uh, Corvette engine in it. Right. Yeah. So we were out there going into turn one and then I, I told her cause I had that chatterbox. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to get past, So don't get scared when it passes. Yeah. Cause I just saw the flicker of the HIDs. As I passed start finish and he was like coming out and I'm like, oh, he's going to pass us. Like, yeah. That that car's so freaking fast. Oh, yeah. Because he's doing like maybe 160, 170 on that thing. That's crazy. So like I can probably take the corner turn one like at about 120, 130. Yeah. The silver Civic. And when he came by, he he had a like a closing speed of like sixty miles an hour. it Felt like Damn. so it just, like, yeah. it's just like whoa, yeah. She's like whoa, shit, I'm like what's that? <laughs> the thing is like below the door sill of the car. Yeah, she's like, holy
0: shit. Yeah, man, that's wild.
2: But yeah, I haven't gotten my dad on the car uh, on any of the cars. It'd probably be in the silver civic if I take him out, and then my little sister gets. Uh, um, just like uh, motion sick. Yeah. Uh, okay. So she probably wouldn't enjoy it. My
0: mom would never, never, ever, it. ever. My dad says he's down, but my mom would never.
2: You know who surprised me? My grandma. I took her out at Big Willow. Really? Not Big Willow. Uh, Button Willow. Okay. And I tried to scare her. Like I, I got a uh, freaking bus stop. Yeah. Two wheels and everything.
0: And she's like, "Esto,
2: esto." And, <laughs> and she's just like, "Oh, okay." And I'm like, <laughs> "Damn, I can't scare you." Like, yeah. <laughs> and i i had the gopro facing her and I had oh you an had you yeah you, you were, were know, ready for so the like, reaction and i'm just like come on come on something yeah. <laughs> and i'm like i'm about to spin this car out <laughs> I, I, i'm i'm chasing down uh one of the other guys that i know and i'm like oh i know he usually tucks in here so i'm just gonna stay flat and just shoot out to like kind of scare her yeah yeah like you know within a car length of him uh from the roof rip- nothing, nothing. She's just like oh, okay no i trust you you're fine oh and my like, god <laughs>
0: That's funny, man. I mean, it's. uh I, I always wanted. I think Auto Club would have been the best spot
2: it, in terms of picturesque. Yeah, I mean, it's such a massive presence. Yeah, when you drive in there, and you're
0: like in the stadium. Yeah, you know, like that's what kind of it makes it a little special. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: and it's in the city, so it's not. Yeah, like- yeah,
0: you're not going far. Yeah, because yeah, you kind of. To travel three and a half hours to Buttonwillow for me, uh, that's probably not a trip that I would want to take anyone with me in. But anyway, I do want to end this episode with a little game of would you rather. And I want to get your opinions on some of these things. So you get to keep the car for a month, right? And drive at any track that you want. Would you rather a brand new Civic Type R or a brand new Toyota Supra?
2: damn because i i have experience with both of those co- well yes. not the brand new civic type r N-
0: not the newest newest, the newest one. one yeah
2: but thanks to tony yeah um i i was able to drive that type r oh, man the thing is i really loved how easy the type r was to drive right but then again the supra is just dumb it shifts so fast and accelerates Like, it it has no business being that quick that fast. And I
0: feel like it is easy to drive, too. It is. Yeah.
2: And I don't know. I feel like...
0: A whole month.
2: And both of them are really comfortable cars. Yeah. they're, they're, They're not, like, the Civic seats are great. The Supra still has a hatch. I mean, that
0: generation of Type R does have, like, really aggressive bolstering but i like that B- but it's not it, that bad slide yeah around as bad yeah and the supra like it's just getting in and out of it can be kind of annoying
2: yeah you just have to watch your head watch your head kind of like a clamshell but in, in comparison to like all the other cars like the uh freaking what is it the camaros and the new corvettes that i've been in yeah it definitely has way more headroom
0: oh okay yeah. wow damn
2: yeah, because, like, all of those. And, again, I was sitting in the passenger seat. So yeah. So, like those, I don't know why they always do that, where they put the passenger seat. A little higher? Yeah. I don't yeah know. Is it a little higher? I feel like they, they do that, like, standard um, in manufacturing where the. Or maybe it's
0: just a setting.
2: But remember, like, most uh, passenger seats, they don't have, like.
0: Oh, you're right. Chocolate. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is.
2: I know the Corvette did. Um, yeah. Because I, I tried to do, like, the going a little bit forward and tilting back a little bit as I was, um, instructing. But yeah, now that they're both really good and it's a hard choice. Um, I think I would probably go with the civic because it's a six speed. Okay. I was
0: really hoping to convert you to a BMW guy on this question,
2: but now the Supra comes in a six speed
0: yeah yeah i don't know i don't know that i'd go with the six speed on the supra if it was a track car
2: because the thing is like i would know all the time this is slower yeah and that's hard i don't know i I feel like oh man it's hard that's a hard one i think i might go civic but it's like like a tiny edge. Tiny Civic
0: edge. for a month. All right. So you took Civic for a month on that one. Yeah. All right. The next, would you rather? Would you rather be a master at one racing discipline, i.e. Formula One, NASCAR, WRC, or be like the greatest amateur racer in multiple racing di- uh, disciplines but never quite reach the top?
2: I think um, in terms of like, because we all kind of want that recognition oh yeah um and i think that if you're in the top dog shows like formula one or whatever yeah you'll always have that clout yeah that you can say oh i was a formula one driver for sure yeah like even if you're a slow formula one driver that just means oh you are at most like almost a second off of Hamilton, like, yeah. wow, wow, bro, yeah, you're you're pretty crappy, man. I don't know if you're gonna <laughs> handle this, e.g., yeah, D series. It's like, no, I don't know, but I think nowadays, with just social media and whatnot, if you could parlay that into having, you know, kind of like with um, what it, what is it, um, oh, I'm forgetting this name, um, the guy that drives uh, the the uh, randy popes okay so we know randy popes as like a phenomenal driver yeah but he's always doing like wrl races all these other like little they're road racing stuff but you know
0: yeah he's a good example of the yeah. second uh hypothetical in this question right yeah, so or... i think
2: i would go with that one okay I mean, Then, you know, you're useful to be on like the Motor Trend ones where you're like the hot shoot. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I could drive all these little cars and whatnot. And you could always find something interesting to do.
0: Yeah. It's sort of like either, you know, being the rock star guitarist versus the session musician, right? One gets to do one thing really well forever. The other one gets to try many different bands. Yeah. So you're going to try a different cars. You might do drifting. You yeah. might do, okay.
2: I, I would go with that one mainly because it expands your idea of like, well, instead of like Formula One where you're really stuck to six or seven tracks. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're going to Azerbaijan. Like, yeah, Yeah.
0: I mean, but like F1, like you're, I mean, you're F1 in the top of the awesome. world. Yeah, like your Wikipedia page is long as hell. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: But it's like. You know, you hear, like, the travel stories that, like, uh, Ricardo has talked about. Yeah. Where it's, like, you know, you're flying from one city to another, and it's, like, dude, it's it's rough. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're good enough in different aspects, you can, you know, join the Subaru rally team and be one of their drivers uh, and do, like, the 100-acre forest and stuff like that. Or i feel
0: like that's a good way to live that'd be a nice way to live yeah to like be like a shoe for hire like that that you kind of try a bunch of different things that'd be pretty cool too because if you you're you kind of convincing me
2: yeah because if you look at it like the travis pastrana yeah he's doing like the gymkhana stuff which is like not really a competition yeah but you know you it's a it's cool. a discipline yeah, yeah. You, you do like cool stuff yeah and at the end of the day more people are gonna know you know that discipline than if you're like the number two driver of like Haas,
3: yeah you're right
2: because i mean it it, and again the late um what was it um oh now i'm forgetting his name (laughs) uh hoonigan um oh ken Ken block okay you know not known for all of the races he won right but known for that one, the Jim Connor stuff, yeah, yeah, but he would also do like Super Rally, and then I think he did some uh WRC, yeah, races, yeah, for sure. But you know, if he didn't like master that, he did like a bunch of little stuff, in promotions. yeah. So I feel like having a well roundedness, uh, allows you to kind of play around in different fields, yeah, and gives you a little bit more control of what you want to do, yeah. Where like if you're in a big show, like these are the tracks. this is where you play and that's it
0: yeah make it as long as you can good Mm -hmm. luck Mm -hmm. okay so you choose that now Mm -hmm. let's move into the next one would you rather have a flawless car setup but start every race from the back of the grid or have a mediocre car setup but always start in pole
2: position damn i have like the inverse of that currently (laughs) A mediocre <laughs> setup it's starting at the back of the pack so i mean either one of those would be
0: a huge yeah every either one would be an upgrade yeah, yeah
2: um uh i think you know um given like what carlos is, has gone through with a honda challenge yeah where it's always fun to fight with somebody even if you're in the back of the pack or right whatnot. so definitely probably going with the back
0: Okay, so flawless car setup, but starting at the back. Yeah, yeah, it'll give you more opportunity to pass and stuff and such. Okay, then
2: you could say, "Yeah, I beat you." Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't that I just. Yeah, yeah, I I outran. I
0: took you out. All right, Verstappen. (laughs) All right, so now the next one. Would you rather be known for your incredible natural talent, but lack the technical knowledge of car setup and engineering, or be known for your exceptional technical knowledge, but lack the natural talent of some of your rivals.
2: I think I would go with the latter because I feel like that mirrors more of what I I can do. Like I don't have good knowledge. I think I have a, a really good overall basic knowledge, right? But nowhere near to like, where i would like to be at yeah um you know i'm propped up by so many people to that help me get to where i am but
0: that's all of us That that is yeah. true.
2: but um i feel like that feels more like a, a comfortable setting for me than um just like raw natural talent
0: so so you would rather have the exceptional technical knowledge yeah. and not the natural talent yeah interesting mm-hmm. that's interesting because you could probably help more mm-hmm. you'd be a better instructor i guess
2: True, and you can also help other teams when you're out there.
0: Yeah. Again, kind of stretching into different things. All right, now let's go for the last one. Would you rather have tires that are always at peak grip or suspension that is always set to the perfect spec for the track that you're going to? Damn.
2: You know, I've never had a suspension that's like set to the perfect track.
0: Yeah. I don't know that there's such a thing, right? Like, How do you even recognize that? I mean, you can say... With enough data, but
2: but I I've been in some cars where like I'll feel like my eighth gen Civic yeah. driving around, and when you're out with like some student cars, you're like, ooh, it doesn't feel it feels a little uh, twitchy here. Right. It doesn't feel that settled. So I don't know. I feel like I think if you're in bad tires, but you it's very predictable. Yeah, you can drive that towards the limit. Where if you have really grippy tires, but you're not very comfortable in it. Yeah. And it's not very uh, predictable in the sense. It it might not be a fun – it might not be a fun setup. It, it kind of gives me, like, a stock car on Hoosier vibes. You know, <laughs> yeah, where yeah that like, does <laughs> yeah i I think i'd go the latter i think i'd go the latter with the bad tires and a better setup better
0: setup on the suspension or perfect setup on the suspension i think that's probably where i would go too. yeah yeah i feel like uh i'm i guess i'm learning more and more that suspension setup is a little more meaningful than tires in a lot of ways because you're right you can If you can control it, you can drive beyond what your brain is telling you the limit is.
2: Yeah, because I mean, because theoretically, if you have a perfect suspension setup, that means that you're utilizing the tire to 100% of its capability. Right. Whereas like, if you have really peaky tires or like where the tire is the best part, that means that you're probably still not using the best out of that tire because, you know, like the Hoosier with the stock cars. Yeah. You're just not. You got like one degree of camber in the yeah, back. Yeah. And it's like uh, you were talking about at the last event where you're like, well, oh, I feel like I need a little bit more spring. Yeah. And you're on cooked RC1s, but you still went like really well. Yeah. 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 So I think. I think it makes more sense to have a better setup car.
0: I think it does, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it definitely does, too.
2: Because at the end of the day, you're just using more of the tire's capability.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I need I need to spend more time. I mean, now that I'm doing my own alignments, I feel like I'm getting a better idea of what I'm doing. Yeah. Rather than having other people do them for me. So, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to be learning as I'm competing, which is yeah. not ideal. but.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, you, you've you gotten – because I remember we've talked about, like, you doing your own alignments. And, of course, same with me. I was just like, man, I kind of don't want to turn that kind of wrench. And yeah. it's like, there's that whole, like, oh, am I really going to mess it up? Did I really tighten those uh, yeah, uh, tie yeah, rods? Yeah. And when you go over a bump, I'm like, yeah, did I just knock that out? Yeah, yeah. Am I going to be going into a break zone and it's going to go, woo? Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, big time.
2: But, I mean – You know, given that I've seen like your uh, wrenching capabilities and doing the diff, and the time that I came over here and we did like your your whole rear end setup, um, I feel like for the most part, if you can do like suspension and brakes the alignment it really isn't that much of a killer oh no it's just cumbersome yeah you realize why that rack is so helpful yeah
0: oh big time yeah because it is it's definitely tedious yeah and you know like suspension settling and waiting and like measure here measure there yeah. like measure the strings to make sure that they're in the right place yeah, yeah, then yeah. measure your toe mm-hmm. then reset yeah. Then measure the strings, then measure the toe, then reset. Yeah. yeah. No,
2: it it can it can be kind of daunting, but like then you have that of like all right, I'm going to put like 2 hours to get my alignment in. Yeah. And then afterwards, you know, the the amount of changes you need to do are minute. Yeah. Big time, yeah. You only need to spin it a a little bit, and it's, like, more or less always there. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, the first one took me, I think I said it was, like, six hours. Yeah. And then it was down to two. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So then that's probably what it's going to take you. Yeah. uh, Until you get, like, you know, the, the, what is it, the Speed Academy set up where they have it, like, lifted up, and they could go under. Oh, yeah.
0: No, I don't know that that'll happen. I'd have to move. Yeah. Because I can't have a lift here, so
2: you should look or have uh Carlos send you pictures of what they did for Steve's. Uh... He told,
0: we talked about it when he came over and helped me with the E92 M3. And he's, and I was like, cause I looked into it yeah. cause they make, they do make some smaller ones. Yeah. yeah And I was like, well, uh, he's telling me like what they did. And I'm like, well, you know, he's like that. We don't even have the right concrete for it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, <laughs> we just threw it in. And then when they threw it in, they had the measurements wrong. So they yeah. put it in wrong. They had to yeah. reinstall it. And I'm yeah. like, man, I know it's worth it in the end, mm-hmm. but it feels like such a headache.
2: Cause I think they sell a kit now where it's um it's a movable post. Yeah, they do. And I've seen that one and I thought that was really sick. Yeah. I think um I I knew of somebody that was doing that. So what they would do uh to kind of reinforce it. Is they cut out the like uh, oversized hole? Yeah, and just put more concrete on there. Yeah, to make it a bit thicker, so that it, that would uh, be able to do the load. That
0: thing. makes sense. Yeah, and I mean, to but it's honest, a lot of work.
2: It is. It is a lot of work. But then again, like Carlos and them, they were lifting up a what freaking nineteen hundred pound car.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, So I guess it's a little safer. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I can't get the har- the car high enough. Really, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't have the room to make it worthwhile. Yeah. Which is why I went with the quick jack. Because so there was a moment where I was like, "It'd be nice to have a lift. It would be nice. Yeah, but I don't have a high enough ceiling in my garage to do that.
2: Because I think uh, what would be cool is to have like your quick jack set up where it, it sets up and then have like like little uh, stands for um, that that would fit under the wheel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that you can put your quick jack, lift the car up, put the stands on there, and then have like the little shifter plate so that you can adjust it and i've thought of doing that too yeah
0: yeah but i want to like i just don't i've seen wood fail and i see a lot of these things being done with wood and i'm like "Ah, i don't know i need to look for a creative option yeah but then like i i I would need to learn how to fabricate because buying them is expensive oh no yeah yeah
2: but like getting one made out of steel yeah yeah
0: yeah, i got to figure yeah, that if out. If only
2: we knew of a fabricator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Based out of Washington that wouldn't know how to. I mean, we fabricator. got one out
0: here. We got uh, Carlos. Carlos can do that That's stuff, too. That's true. Yeah, jack of all trades.
2: Yeah, but he's busy doing. Yeah,
0: he's though. busy doing with his carts and driving uh, yeah. for, for like every single company under the sun. Yeah. Anyway, that is our episode. You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. Jaime, thank you so much mm-hmm. for battling traffic and coming <laughs> out here and talking to me and repping 91octane. I really appreciate uh, it.
2: I, yeah. I, knew, uh, I knew how to represent <laughs> yeah. And don't forget, we still have... Uh uh Carrera coffee oh yeah
0: we still have Carrera coffee make sure 91octane.com slash shop for merch and coffee and anything that you need also make sure you check out race ff pod for all your ff driving needs it's a great listen Mm -hmm. make sure you check it out uh Jaime you know any last words anything you want to share
2: no you know um I think uh I was like probably most of the listeners were uh really nervous when um you know Randy decided to move on yeah and um just seeing like how fast you were able to update dude it's really impressive and uh, you know you deserve
0: oh thank you man thank yeah. you i really appreciate that I, like that means a lot to yeah. me man yeah cuz you never know when you're going down the right track i always feel like i'm failing myself but I appreciate it big time. Well, I mean,
2: you got Ross Bentley on, so you you, 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 you got a a little rich flex for you right there. shout out to Ross.
0: (laughs) All right, well, I think that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Good night.